feeling stuck sucks. It's disempowering. We feel isolated. And we may make decisions that don't serve us or our loved ones. Your coaches, Lada and Ryan, are here to help. Together, yes, that includes you. Let's get unstuck. This is the Fitwall Fusion Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Fitwell Fusion. I'm Ryan and... I'm Lotta. Hi. And today we're talking about finding your dream, something I think we're both super passionate about. And it's, it's for me, it's all-encompassing in terms of all these topics we're talking about, all the content Lotta and I create, the coaching we do. If we don't tie it to a dream, what's it attached to? So Lotta, what... What does that mean to you, finding your dream? Because for some people, that means that it's a bit obscure. Right. It sounds a little abstract. It's like, what do you mean by dream? So for me, I'm just going to put out some words that also resonate with me. So you can call it a dream. You can call it a goal, but not just any goal. I'd say a life goal. Um, you could say your life purpose. What are you wanting to align everything in your life with? So like an overarching theme. And I struggled with that myself as well because I found this concept very abstract. I was like, ooh, okay, so slowly I'm realizing, okay, what do people mean by dream? And I'm like, that's that's cool. I, I, I think this is a really great concept. That's one of the reasons why we really love coaching people based on that. And then the question, at least for myself, was how do I find my dream? What What is it? How do I find it? And that is where Rye did us an amazing service. <laughs> did I? Yes. Well, yeah. Just how convenient is it that I just, <laughs> I created a course called Finding Your Dream, an online course. And yeah, so the way I see uh the way I introduce it is really what is your soul's unique expression? I have to repeat that because that the ego can just throw that in the garbage. So what is your soul's unique expression? What are you here to do on this earth? What is your soul wanting to express? So if you haven't heard... <laughs> The difference, if, if you don't have experience with things resonating with you as words coming from truth or from ego or manipulation, then that might not make sense. But for some people, that might just get them a little deeper down beyond the, beyond the surface level conversation we feel like we're having and go, oh, and that can cause a huge shift in someone's life to go, oh. I do I do have a purpose. It doesn't matter what anybody tells me. Nobody has the power to tell me I don't have a purpose or that I'm not a unique novelty that has something to express that others want to see. And it's up to you to actually confirm that and feel that. Not not feel, because that doesn't even go deep enough. Intuit I don't even how, know how to describe it. It goes beyond the senses that we scientifically describe that we have. But embody. Embody it. And all of a sudden, 
words like manifest, things like that start to actually, and words like resonate, start to make some sense in your head. And all the hippy-dippy woo-woo stuff, which honestly, it's, it's cool to have that discernment. It's totally fine. But if something feels, if you feel something deeper, that discernment, you can get rid of that for yourself. It's okay if you need to have a public face of someone who, who says, no, no, I'm not into that stuff. Because this is all personal work, individual work, personal growth. You're looking inside for the answers. So yeah, all that to say that I, I built a course, an online course, with the intention of helping others at least get a glimpse of what their dream is or have a better understanding of the goal-setting process to at least steer them away from the life that they don't want. And Right, because the opposite, you just said it, what's the opposite of your dream? If you think about this for a moment, well, the dream is what you want. So what's the opposite of that? It's your nightmare. What do you don't want? And actually, having a little thing here, our language makes us look and talk about a lot of things we don't want. With all these negations, I don't want this, I don't want that to happen. Well, start looking and talking about the things you do want. So I know people, they can tell me what they don't want in their life. Yet, because of that, What are they seeing? The second you talk about something, doesn't matter whether you say don't or do, you're going to see that. So you're seeing. If you want to go so far as that you see your future, make it something you want to see. So talk about the positives. Don't talk about the negatives. Right. But uh, I tried to take uh, an approach to consider where everybody and where, wherever they might be at. So like Lotta mentioned, a good starting point could be if you can't imagine yourself being in the mindset of, oh, I'm going to manifest the life of my dreams. I can do this. I can do that. That's totally fine. At least I can't tell you what your dream is, but I at least can assuredly say that you do not want your nightmare. So if you define something as a nightmare, How in the world can that be something that serves you? You would never use that word as a descriptor. So at least you could use this as a way to steer yourself away from the life that is your nightmare, which might not lead you directly towards your dreams, but might open you up a little more so that you can slowly progress towards a dream affirmative lifestyle and see how your individual changes in yourself manifest a completely different world around you. Exactly. And where do you think people, when they're like, okay, I want to start now, I want to start thinking about my dream, where can they start? Well, actually, um, most of the, the, the beginning sections of the course don't talk about the dream at all. It's only at the end. Because... There's so many layers that have been added on to what we think we are that we need to strip down those layers, and that might be very uncomfortable, strip that down to see our true self. Because it's very easy to have a misunderstood version of your true self. And I talk about that even in the course saying, you might say, well, my dream is to be a doctor. But then if you strip that down to, to making sure, like, is there some reason you want to be a doctor that represents safety and security to you or that wouldn't offend someone you love 
then you're sacrificing your true self to uh, focus on safety and security or to not offend others. Or if your dream is associated with any kind of scarcity, like I want to do this, but society says the people who do that make no money, then you will associate it with that. And no matter whether you determine it or not, you're not going to go towards it because you haven't done the work to figure out how you can strip down all those negative, um, fearful thoughts and the self-sabotage that happens by defining things as negative and clearly have the confidence to move forward knowing that you're not going to yield uh, somebody who's broke and has no shelter because that's not an ideal way to go to your dream anyway, right? You might have to do what, let's say, Paul Check would call the prostitute archetype, meaning prostituting yourself in a way of um, however it manifests itself. Like working a job you don't necessarily want temporarily while on the side, shifting your mindset, doing the individual work, taking a peek towards where your dream is and slowly steering the ship and finding that transition that won't yield so much fear and um, a sense of scarcity that you abandon the dream altogether because there you go, that's self-sabotage. So I tried to be very careful to make sure that people don't think that they're just going to jump off the ship and start swimming towards their dream and if there's sharks in the water, right? You have to be careful about your approach. And I even talked about in later sections, reaching out to others, being vulnerable, having some humility and understanding that you might not have all the tools in your tool set, taking a step back, maybe doing some work to go inside, maybe understanding that it can take years to develop certain skills individually um, that others might have done faster, but everyone's different. Yes, really honoring the preparing process. And I heard about a lot of people, they do it in a safe way. They have, they call it a day job, and then they have, let's say, a business on the side. Or they're looking to move, so they're still working, they're saving up money. Meanwhile, they're preparing. Maybe they're learning a new language. They're doing research. What country do they want to move to? There are so many examples like this where you can safely do it step by step, where you don't have to be like, okay, whatever I'm doing now, this is done. This is not my dream. Boom, on to the next thing. Doesn't sound very safe. It's not very reasonable. It's very overwhelming. <laughs> I mean, there's people that love to jump off the cliffs and just swim in there. I am a little bit like that. I know Rive, for, for example, doesn't like that at all. He likes incremental approaches. So really look into yourself. How do you like change? And then how is it best and safest for you to, to implement this? Because, you know, it starts with awareness. The second you start being aware of your dream, you can start aligning things with that. And this process can take a long time. And that's okay. It's not going to be like, oh, now I know my dream. Next second, you're right there. That's why I tailored the course to be a process of even potentially just setting a small goal. Going through the whole course, but setting the goal with all the aspects of the course in mind to ensure that it's a dream affirmative, potentially dream affirmative goal, even if you don't know your dream, at least it's not heading you towards your nightmare because fear 
dragged you in a different direction. So I mentioned it later in the course that you can repeat the course multiple times and you might only actually discover the dream later on, but it's not about being at the destination. That's exactly what I was going to say. Um, in the end, it is about the dream and it's not about the dream because it is about the process. Have you ever been thinking about something so bad and then you, let's say, bought it or got there or did that and then you're like, this was really nice, but now what? Because then you realize in the end, it wasn't really about that particular thing. The whole The whole way was really important. So if you just enjoy the process of getting towards your dream and then just seeing how everything aligns with your dream. These are the things that are really important because if your dream is to buy a house, well then, is it over? No, everything else might have been so aligned that now you end up enjoying. But if you feel emptiness once you're at your dream, then there was something wrong with that dream process. One thing I notice when uh, people make decisions especially if I present them with uh, uh, something that they could do, potentially, they will have an initial reaction, which could be very positive and and But then I'll see something. I'll see a shift and I'll know that they won't do it. And I call that, I don't know if it's 100% correct, but I call it a value system override. People have value systems they might not even be aware of. If they haven't done the work to check what that is, The simplest example I always refer to is religion because it instills values in you through repetition. So let's say you're part of a religion. Let's say, I'm giving an extreme example here, but let's say your dream, let's say you're gay and you want to be a pole dancer, okay? But you've never done that. You've also not even acknowledged that you're gay to others. Now, how in the world could you even fathom the dream of being a gay pole dancer which is a perfectly, it's a dream. If your value system tied to your religion says that you're going to hell because you're gay. This is one example of external validation and opinions obstructing your dream process and sabotaging them and you allowing them to sabotage it because you value your connection with others. You realize that your Maybe you're intertwined with the community and they just happen to be quite religious and you're going to have to shatter all those relationships in your mind in order to live that dream. So your ego is going to say, no way are we doing this because you'll, you'll be depressed to the point where you might kill yourself, you might not get to your dream anyway. That's why it can be dangerous if you don't go slowly and understand the functions of society and the ego and all these protective mechanisms before just diving in towards a dream. And also knowing that it's super important to have support by others. We're social animals. We used to live in tribes. So it's normal that you want the support of your group. Now, this is supposed to be in a very supporting and helpful way. If you feel that you all of a sudden now know your dream and you want to pursue that and the people in your community, your support group is holding you back, well, then it's not a support group. So then it might be time to look for people that will support your dreams in a healthy way. 
of course, it's also important, like, there might be things that we say we want and we realize that was just some flukes. And it's also important for people to tell you, hey, have you looked into that? But if you have looked into that, you've done your work and you're like, I'm sure this is it, or at least I want to try it in a safe way, then notice that others should support you. Because in the end, if you think about, so have you ever done something that you're really passionate about, that you love doing, you're most likely good at this. Or at least, even if you're not good at this, let's say there's people that can't really dance very well and they enjoy it. So they still enjoy it and others around them have fun. So that's an example. If you do something that's aligned with your dream, you're going to enjoy it. You're most likely going to be better at this. You're going to enjoy the process. Others are going to enjoy the process. That's one of the reasons why it's important to pursue your dream. Because if you do something you don't enjoy, how much energy are you going to have for this? How much fun is it going to have? How, how inspiring is it going to be for other people? It will, but there will always be people who, for whatever reason, because um, they live their dream by manipulating others, or because it makes them feel lesser because they haven't done their work on how to be in relationship with others, they might be very triggered by your dream. So uh, I think a very simple example of this is if your dream were be, to, be, uh, to grow mangoes and mango, you made the most delicious mangoes ever, but somebody else said, I hate mangoes, you can't just give up your dream and say, oh, not everybody likes this because it's not, not everything is for everyone. So that's all part of the understanding that you have to understand who your true support network is, who is supporting you through manip manipulation. You have to have compassion for them and understand where they're coming from and realize that ultimately they're trying to show you love. But if it's a misunderstanding on their part, that they're trying to show you love, try, trying to trigger you into fear so that they'll put you in what they consider a safe zone for them because they need a definition of who you are and the definition you're changing into is scary for them. Well, they not only need a definition of who you are, but also if they realize, hey, I can actually pursue my dream, now it's going to trigger them because that means they they know now they can pursue their dreams. So if they don't pursue their dream, they know they're doing something silly because they're getting stuck in something where they're not pursuing their dream. So knowing that can be really tough for the ego. So in that sense, it's easier to shut somebody down who wants to pursue their dreams. Otherwise, you're looking at the, at the scenario where now you have to address your own life. And that is scary. So that's why some people might feel like they're holding you down in terms of the dream because in the end, it doesn't have much to do with you. It has to do with them. It's their projection. It's them not wanting to look at what they could possibly look at. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so th these are just some things uh, that people can get snagged on for their entire lives. And they can look back and they can feel shame about not moving forward with certain things. But ultimately, they were just trying to connect best way they could with others. 
and uh, not to hurt anybody. And certain people have certain personalities where they're more sensitive to how they impact others. Others are more sensitive to how they feel, how they impact themselves. Another um, thing I covered was the concept of going inside because sometimes thinking and thinking and thinking about something gets us absolutely nowhere compared to taking a step back and observing thoughts, observing patterns, removing judgments, and seeing what comes up, seeing how just how creative of a being you actually are. You can create without doing anything at all, which is so incredible. So I talk about going inside uh, different methods of, you know, some people need yoga, maybe even power yoga to really go super yang so that during Shavasana, they have 10 minutes of yin to relax, make space for different thoughts, just burn themselves out so that they can feel that spaciousness. Others simply uh, quietly contemplating things in a quiet room might be good enough for them. And just making space in between your thoughts and seeing what's actually in there. So really looking inside of you is where you're going to find the answer to what you need. And I believe, right, that's why you also talked about methods to quiet ourselves a little bit, quiet our mind, work in, just really calm all these racing thoughts. Because how how would you really listen to yourself when there's just racing thoughts and there's not even a stop? Some people don't even know what's going on in their head because so fast they can't realize themselves how much they're thinking. So I think a good example is also if you really want to contemplate on a couple things, write them out. If you're like, hey, I'm not sure whether whether these five things is something that could be towards my dream or part of my dream, maybe write them down and then just sit with them and think about them a little bit. Well, if you follow through the course, every section has an action items worksheet. So the chance to write things out is uh, clearly there. And there's space to, you could print out the PDF and you can, or you can just digitally uh, write on the PDF with editing software. Um, but that my intention was to allow people that time and space to do their own work rather than just watching the videos and listening to me. But really, um, the real value comes from people doing their own work. So absolutely, I agree. Um, but I would suggest following the steps. Even in the section on finding the dream, I, I mentioned, please don't just start here. Because you could always start there and go back and do the course, though, and then realize that what you started with probably was a slight misunderstanding based on all these other limiting factors we just talked about. So if you're more like me, you might also want to write down a first draft, doesn't matter what it is, really just to write out something and then sit with it and be, okay, this is resonate. And because you already have written down something, from there you can go further. You can be like, okay, I'm just going to keep on refining my dream and realizing what do I really want Again, look back at your nightmare. What do I not want? Oh, okay, maybe I need to shift it a little bit. So that was really helpful for me as well. 
um, because I started doing this obviously without having Ryan's course there. So I jumped right into it and I noticed that um, for me it was important to have something written out. I do, however, think the way is set up that you really that you slowly move up to it and the dream is the last thing you're actually looking at is very very important and a much better approach because I was frustrated too I was like I don't even know how how to find my dream with this that's why we wanted or Ryan wanted to make this easier for you and help you and please the action item sheet I think is one of the most valuable things there because it's where you do the work. Don't just listen to somebody talking about things. Whenever you take a pen or write something down or even think about it, contemplate it, that's where the real work's happening. Otherwise, you're consuming information. I think it's important to note that Lotta writes things down and I'm the type, I don't write things down. It doesn't mean there's less value in the way I do it because I can write right now visually in my head on a piece of paper and have that piece of paper in my mind and but Lotta can't uh, imagine that concept because currently she has a hard time visualizing so we all have different ways of applying ourselves and, and learning and for me that's why I always in school in a standard educational program I always failed out I failed out of university everything until it was self-directed and then I, I got 90s, 95, 100% on everything because I, I had to steer the way that I was educating myself. So all that to say, don't feel obliged to write pages and pages of things. And if that sounds like a burden, guess what? You're never going to take the course anyway. So it could just be, but it's more about giving yourself the time Loving yourself enough to give yourself the time to go through these things on your own. That is really where the value is. It doesn't matter how you're doing it. If you're writing on your walls, some people do that. Whatever it is, if you're drawing, you're drawing your words. You know, if you're right-brained, just go for, manifest your dream as a drawing. Dance it. Really good thing is as well, going on a walk on your own without any distractions just walking and just letting your mind sit with a thought or a couple thoughts like without a phone without your dog without your partner just you alone walking and just being there because i find the movement helps as well gets things moving in your body you're flowing your thoughts flow and you might not come up with something on that walk but guess what your subconscious knows what you're doing If you put the focus on what you want, you might get an answer. It might take a while. Maybe three days later, you're like, oh, where's this thought come from? Yeah. But you're starting the process. Yeah. And once you become aware that you knew everything all along (laughs) and you were being compassionate to yourself and allowing yourself to go through that, be, be gentle on yourself and maybe just try to laugh that off. Because some people can be so harsh on themselves and say, I can't believe how much time I wasted this and that. No, it's about the present moment, right? And own it, especially right there. If you're like, oh, I can't believe, well, did it happen? Did you You not? You can believe it. You can believe it. So start believing it and own it. And then laugh about it, forgive yourself. I, I absolutely agree. Because this 
this whole life. This is our practice round. Right. And there's one thing I want to mention at the end. Please, please be kind to yourself in case right now you are dreamless, trying to state this positively. So if you don't have a dream right now, it's that's all good. Then pursue the things that make you feel happy, that make the thing uh, that make the people around you happy, and the dream might come. It doesn't mean that necessarily everybody has to have a dream. Be like, oh, I'm working towards this, and also your dream is possibly not set in stone. It will change. Same way you change. We're nature. We're growing. We're changing. We're renewing. And we're not talking down to you. We're not talking up to you. We're right beside you. So please don't think that there's some level of we know everything. Oh, we, God, no. <laughs> part of this podcast is us learning. If we listen to ourselves, we see our projections that we didn't even notice until we listened to our own episode. So yes, we're all learning, and it's nicer to learn together. One last thing I want to mention is that Conveniently, DREAM came out as an acronym for us. Yes. Let me uh, read out the acronym that we came up with for DREAM. So either write DREAM down or as if you're like Ryan, imagine DREAM in front of you, big capital letters. So in order to follow your DREAM, you need to be determined, that's the D, stay realistic, that's the R, feel ecstatic, that's the E, right? It should feel... Excitement. It should feel naturally, not like you're being forced to feel ecstatic. It should just feel like, oh, yeah. Take action. That's the A. Without action, there's no manifestation. That's the last one. Manifest, M. The concept of manifestation does not mean it just magically happens. You have to take action and be determined and have a path. And then you can manifest. You're the one that puts the work in. And the important thing, I know a lot of people say that the action is the hardest. I would say that can be. For some people, it's harder to to phrase, to vocal, to verbalize where they want to go. So you saying, I'm going to go there. This is my dream. Picturing in your mind where you're going to go then after you're going to see yourself walking towards this but this first step to figuring out where am i actually headed i think this is such an important part that you first realize what do i actually want yeah and we can often feel like that's a waste of time but taking a step back super super important because if you don't that crisis period will come and you'll be forced to take a step back and reflect that is what happens and a physical example is the injury that comes. When people don't take the time to make sure they're doing things maturely and responsibly, the universe puts you in your place for a moment so you can reflect on it while you're healing. So take the action before. It might still come, but then you're already equipped to have the tools because those, those lessons, and I think I see them as lessons, they're teaching us things about ourselves, about our... Um, mortality you know just about us as humans and the experience and also honestly in this world we also have to learn how to deal with failures and be compassionate and if you do take your next steps whatever they are just know that i know how brave you are 
it takes a lot of bravery to do that because you don't get any initial acknowledgement. Nobody pats you on the back. You might just have to pat yourself on the back. Do it. Yeah, it's amazing. You give yourself the credit because you're doing this for yourself and nobody else. So we're here. If you're wanting more support, please reach out. Take the course. Take it multiple times if you want. Repetition is the mother of skills. We're soon going to put together a online workshop related to the course. The schedule is yet to be determined, but it will be an online meeting discussing areas of the course and allowing people to talk about where they're at if they want and uh, get support that way. And um, yeah, so look for that to come and the link in the description will give you all the information. So thank you so much. Laugh about yourself, stay happy in the process, and know we're all here. We're all going through the same. So thanks so much for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite listening platform. There is more to us than the podcast. Your community awaits you in our free Facebook group, Click the link in the description to join the conversation now. You can also follow and connect to us on social media. Thank you again so, so much for listening. We really appreciate your time and support. With love, Lada and Ryan.